Hey mamas, this is Playfully Faithful Parenting, and I'm your host, Joy Wenling. I'm a seminary grad and children's and family minister turned stay-at-home mom to my five girls. Spiritual parenting is my calling, and it's my passion to help other mamas disciple their kids using the power of play and their own authentic daily walk with Christ. If you're a mama who wants to introduce your kids to Jesus and watch as the Holy Spirit transforms their lives, this is the place for you. I'm so glad you're here. So let's dive in and see how we can partner with God today. Hey, mamas, welcome to Playfully Faithful Parenting. I'm your host, Joy, and I am so excited to be with you today and share with you a bit about my past few days with Jim and Lynn Jackson of Connected Families and some of the other coaches that are here in the Pacific Northwest. We had coaches driving all the way up from Oregon and ones who are up all the way at the border. And we just met together and had a wonderful time. And then um, we helped. It was so crazy. We got to help Jim and Lynn put on a parent workshop at a church about an hour and a half away from here. And we watched them in action. We each got to share a few stories. And then today I went back and saw them preach. And all of this based around a framework that Jim and Lynn have been teaching for 30 years. And it is such a beautiful message, and it is all based on God's grace and truth. And so I just want to talk with you a little bit about the framework today and how the framework applies to you, Mama. And today it is about you. And my goal my hope, my dreams, my prayers for you, mama, is that you would find joy in motherhood. And it feels a little cliche saying that because my name is Joy, but really, truly, that is why I play, that is why I teach others to play, is because I believe that play is how we get to enjoy the abundant life and the complete joy that God offers us. The very first question tackled in the Westminster Confession of Faith, the it's a, a catechism of questions and answers based on scripture. The number one question is, what is our purpose as humans? And it's the first answer. It's the first question, I mean. And the answer to that is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. We are created to enjoy God and our life with him. We are supposed to be in joy with God And Jim and Lynn, just over the last few days, have really been talking about this problem that we have in our identity that our kids struggle with, that the church 
struggles with that we as humans, we struggle with our identity. And so much of that leads to problems. And so I want to invite you moms to think about, are you in join God? Do you want to enjoy motherhood and the life that he has given to you? Psalm 1611, and this is in the um, Passion Translation, which is not the only Bible translation I use, and I don't use it by itself, but I do think at times that it is um, really beautiful and poetic, and so I think it can add to our study of scripture. But Psalm 1611 says, Because of you, that's God, because of you, I know the path of life. As I taste the fullness of joy in your presence, at your right side, I experience divine pleasures forevermore. And in the ESV, it says, you make known to me the path of life in your presence There is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. In God's presence, there is a fullness of joy. And I believe that play helps us to enter into that. It is a part of that. But we must be aware and knowledgeable and trusting and believing and understanding of our identity for us really to enter into that fullness of joy because we can't truly play and we can't truly experience the goodness of God when we have a mask on or when we don't believe truth about ourselves. And that is one of the things that uh, I really just heard Jim and Lynn talking about is how of all of the beautiful things that we can say that God has said that are true about us, they boil it down to four messages to keep it simple. And that really a lot of these other messages that God has said about us all kind of fit in to these places. And so I just want to talk about these messages for you. And then I think next week we're going to be back talking about the framework one more time and looking at this for our kids, how we can help our kids form identity through this framework and looking at play in each level of the framework. So we're going to start with these, um, these four messages for us. Typically, typically we say child you are, and then we fill in the blank of the message. But today, today I'm going to say mama, mama, you are safe. That's the first message. With God, you are safe. You are safe to bring him all the feelings, the big ones, the little ones, the ones you're proud of, the ones you're ashamed of. You are safe. You are safe 
to be real. You are safe to to admit the things that you don't want to admit. You are safe and protected. He loves you and you are safe in his presence. The the main question we ask with this one is, is what is going on in me? And God, we know, is firm in his identity. He's firm. He knows who he is and he doesn't need us to remind him. He knows it. He's firm in it. And that is what makes him a safe place is because he has told us who he is and he is not changing. We don't have to fear going to him with our big or scary emotions or feelings or actions or sins or any of it or dreams even, our hopes and dreams. We don't have to be afraid of going to him with all that we have and all that we are and fear that he is going to destroy it for purposes of shaming us, guilting us, punishing us, condemning us. He won't do that. He wants what's best for us. And we are safe with him. Next, mama, you are loved. You are loved unconditionally. And this ties so closely with the you are safe. And these first two messages of connected families say that you are loved and you are safe. And these are messages of grace. It is not because of anything you have done or anything you need to do to earn them. But God created you simply for the purpose of loving you. No one made him do it. Now, in our next message, you're going to hear that you have a purpose, but his purpose in creating you was just to love you. He loves you no matter what. Jesus said, and I think it's Matthew 9, that it's not the healthy who need a doctor. He didn't come for the healthy. And really, I mean, none of us are healthy. Some of us might think we are, but none of us are healthy. Like the Pharisees in his day, they thought they were above, above reproach and And yet we see that they missed out on enjoying a relationship with Jesus. It says, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. We don't need to do anything to earn his love. And no matter what you do, he will not love you more. He cannot love you more. Yesterday, I told this game that I play with my girls And I say, would I love you if, and then I fill in the blank, you drew on the car with a rock because one of my girls has done that. And when we first started playing this game, there was some question, some confusion, some thought to it. Maybe, Uh, yes, with a question mark at the end. 
But as we continue to play this game and as I continue to model this for my girls, they've learned, yes, confidently, boldly, they know no matter what, that they are loved, that I will always love them. And then we say, who else loves you? Jesus. Will Jesus love you if? And we fill in the blank and they say, yes. Will Jesus love you more if? No, because he already loves me as much as he can. Yes. Yes. They're beginning to get it. The other night coming home from from this event and it was about an hour and a half away and my husband and kids came up for parts of it and on our way home one of my girls took her shoes off and they were quite quite stinky and I said "Ooh, your feet are stinky and she said yes but you still love me yes yes baby girl I do and so does Jesus and that is for you too even when your life feels stinky. Jesus still loves you, mama. You are loved no matter what. The next message is you are called and capable. You are called, which means it is your purpose. God has given you a reason. He's given you a purpose. He's given you a job. He's given you a a task to do with him not for him, but with him. And you are capable of doing it because he created you for this reason and he is with you in the Holy Spirit. You are called and you are capable, mama. Even when you feel like you are not, he knows that you are. The Holy Spirit is with you. You can do this, mama. You are called to do this. If God gave you children in any way, fostering adoption just by loving kids or through natural birth, if you are a parent, you are called to be a parent. And the last, the last one is mama. You are responsible. You are responsible for yourself, for your actions, for your relationships. You are not responsible for your child's choice to follow Jesus or not. You are not responsible for controlling your child every moment of every day. You are responsible for how you respond to your child. You are responsible for your relationship with Jesus. You are responsible for you. And I I love that Jim and Lynn this past weekend pointed out, and I can't remember which one because they kind of flow back and forth in telling of stories and, and teaching. But they talked about the fruit of the spirit. And the last fruit of the spirit is self-control. It is not others' control. And so, Mama, you are responsible for you. And Lynn, she she taught us this weekend um, that with this message, 
Jesus reflects it when he he talked about when you are leaving a gift at the altar and you remember that you are not in a right relationship with somebody. Leave your gift and go make it right. You are responsible to make things right. That is with yourself. That is with God. He's he's already done the work. You just need to show up to receive it, right? With your husband, with your friends, with your children. But back to that first one, with yourself. You need to make things right with yourself. If you are living out of a false identity, make it right. Make it right. Allow Jesus to make it right. Give yourself grace. If you're living in shame, that's not where Jesus wants you. That's not where your kids need you. That's not where I want for you to be. If you are believing things that are not true, mama, grace, Jesus is grace for you. You are safe to bring that to him. You are loved no matter what. You are called to be a mama and more, and you are capable of it. And you are responsible for you and making things right. So I just was really refreshed this weekend and encouraged by those four messages. And then I heard it for the first time as a sermon to a church this morning and just just really wanted, felt felt like I want, like God wanted you, Mama, to hear those things. And if there is some work that you want to do so that you can believe these things, you can live into these things, I would love to come alongside you. It is my hope, my prayer for you, that you glorify God and enjoy life with him forever. And I want to walk alongside you if that is a place that could be helpful. So please reach out to me. I would love to coach, mentor, whether it's a one time, four times, ongoing basis, whatever that might look like to be most helpful to you. But let's hop on a Zoom call or in the emails and talk about what that might look like. Because mama, Jesus has more for you. If you feel like you're not a playful parent, if you feel like you love your kids, but you don't love being a mom, my heart is for you. And I want to come and be there with you and for you and um, and join the Holy Spirit as you learn and grow to becoming someone who enjoys and finds joy in being a mom. So um, mamas, on behalf of God, thank you for loving and playing with his kids. Again, next week, we're going to come back and we're going to look at these messages for our kids and look at play in each of the levels of the framework because it's there. It's there. Um, So I just, I love you guys. And have a great week. And uh, next week, next week is Mother's Day, I think. Um, Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Yes, this coming in a week from today. Today's Sunday, but you're going to hear this tomorrow. So if you're listening in lifetime, happy Mother's Day 2023. 
Um, I just pray that you get to um, feel celebrated. And I know it can be a hard time. It can be a hard holiday. But just um, know that you are loved. You are safe. You are called and capable and you are responsible, Mama. All right. Bye now. Well, Mamas, that's it for today. Thanks for joining me on Playfully Faithful Parenting. I'd love to keep the conversation going over on the socials. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you felt encouraged or equipped by today's show, do me a favor and leave a review. I can't wait to hear your story. Till next week, keep playing and pointing those littles to Christ.